Welcome, and thank you for listening to the Echoes in the Void Thinking in Public podcast. We hope you enjoy. So, I do kind of want to touch on some unsaid things on social media. Do you want to do that, or do you guys want to just completely move to... I have, I have a note, though, at least before you, just a quick, because again, listening to it. I feel like my argument in the first part of the social, our social media conversation got lost in the, um, I think how secure they were treating everything, TikTok and all that. Yeah. And really, is the the problem is how much data their collection or they're collecting, not necessarily the amount of encryption. Yes, I would like anyone who's collecting data to have, you know, Fort Knox level security that's impenetrable. That'd be great, but not collecting as much data that TikTok is collecting overall. Right. Yeah. And if they are going to collect it, yes, to be transparent about yes. it. Yes. Uh, and yeah, I don't think we touched social media too much. I think we are, we just took our right turn into security and data collection. Yeah, yeah. We kind of like, yeah, I think we very tangented onto like current events, but then we didn't like, we came past and totally close to it. So I think we really touched on like the security aspect of social media, but we definitely didn't touch on any of the social aspect of how how interacting primarily through social media affects the human psyche and like how that differs from what people would argue are g- more genuine ways of communicating face to face what genuine mean yeah you know we can we could spend some time trying to define what genuine how how you know face to face long format conversation is genuine genuine meaning like all the things that need to be i don't know what would you consider to be genuine communication well maybe maybe we don't focus on the word genuine and we just agree that there are there are perks of interacting face to face as opposed to over the internet I think we're bad at interacting over the internet currently. I think the form of this form of communication is like a pretty monumental uh, event, like on the on the scale of learning how to do great language. So now we're like being able to transfer that not only just language but ideas and, and art and like everything through space, right? We're, we're sending all this information, and we're just bad at it because it's it's relatively new on this on the scale of things, like. Uh, so what's happened is like the the pioneer industries that were like right to just like abuse the internet have like jumped in really quickly, um, and like over time we'll um, over the scale of like the human population we will adapt and, and begin to refine in how we would prefer the internet to go. But it's going to be a bumpy ride, and like that's that's what we're that's what I think we're experiencing now. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I do think the increased accessibility to communication is by far one of the best things that has happened for human beings but there is something to be said in the format at which that we are communicating and how it's differed from how what we're used to yeah i think i think for people who i think it's it's more of a problem for for individuals who forget that they are that they are a person and that the people that they're speaking to online are I mean, and that's or is a person. Excuse me. But that's not to discount like you have, you have trolls and stuff and people who just don't give a shit because they hide behind their veil of anonymity and they can say whatever they want without with absolutely no repercussion. And I, I don't know if that's ever going to go away in this sort of environment. You know, it's a thing that you can do easily. Just be me. Well, I guess what I'm trying to communicate is that there there is something lost in. Facebook posts and in Twitter posts and in Instagram posts. Sure, I just I think this is where we need to like like certain types of social media are different because because Discord is a social media for sure for sure. But you have voice chat and I'd say voice chat is one of those. It's one thing that can that takes that communication to another level. It, it it's a little more personal when I can talk to you. I will never forget what it felt like the first time I <laughs> I got on Xbox Live, threw my headset on, and heard other people playing the game. It was one of the most visceral, immersive feelings ever of 
participating in something that was just awesome, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was like immediately you were in a community of other people who were essentially cussing or saying everything you were to about the game. It's just, it's just the participation of being there with other human beings was, was great. But I, I think the argument is, is that there are certain formats of social media that are, I don't know, I think they're, I don't know what I would say, what they are to people, but there's definitely something negative about it. What are the outcomes that you're seeing that you dislike? And then maybe we can trace it back. Yeah, I, I, I think what it is, I think people hold each other to the past um, to, to, to a fault, you know what I mean? Oh, you're on that side. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I I feel as if people bring out your a tweet that you made, you know, ten years ago. It really doesn't allow for people to grow as people. And and the other thing is, is it's so much easier to sit and you know, Victor was saying, and remove the human aspect and just like type these statements at people as if they're. And you're just typing out a screen. It's so much easier to type out a screen than it is to look at someone in their face and tell them the same words, you know? Okay. Um, can I comment on that real fast? No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my question is, is um, I think what's happening there is that the, the person is communicating in a way where they can not, they, they lack the anxiety caused by, like, having the outcomes of... Like, they're not, they're less worried about what the other person is thinking. There's no social pressure. Exactly. Uh, and that that's, I think that is the, the troll aspect. But the problem that, another problem that you were describing is if you find yourself in the limelight. Like, I don't think bringing back old tweets is affecting a large majority of, like, the population. But if you're, like, in the limelight, then, yeah, you they, there's kind of, like, a bank of, of just, like, your... Yeah, previous thoughts they can yeah. throw at you. And what you were, what you were describing, about that, that's um, called cancel culture. That's, that's what oh, yeah. the internet calls it. Um, where people go through just all your past shit, find that one time you slipped up, and bring it back and try to bring it down. Yeah, and so is the solution to bring that pressure from the people that are in the limelight to everyone so trolling is like highly consequential uh i think nobody would like really want that but we kind of exist in this like this like weird balance where one side is just like on tiptoe eggshells and just like the the bottom of people not in the focus can just say the craziest shit i think it just needs to be understood that like people grow and people learn and you know there are certain aspects certain aspects of people's life that how you grew up or how you were raised that maybe you didn't understand things were, you know, if we're talking about prejudices, you didn't understand that things were this this way, you didn't understand that, oh, this, you know, this flag was actually, you know, a terrible flag. Uh, you just didn't understand that because that was how you, you know, you grew up. Now, if you're like 40, 50, you've had some worldly experience, maybe there's less excuse for that. However, comma, people grow. If you're still 40 or 50 and you those old me up believes that people uh, called help and said, hey, this is bad, and you shouldn't, these sorts of thoughts are not good, they're not constructive towards uh, progressing society at all, they, they hold us back, then, you know, maybe that person, need, we need, that person needs to be confronted and said, hey, like, we need to, there needs to be serious discussion because you're a person who has a, a platform, who has power, who has people listening to you and doing what you say, essentially, and you hold these that are not good. We need to bring those people up. But if it's like you you slipped up ten years ago, you know, you you said the N word ten years ago and you know, we can have a good entire debate on words on or on the word and what did it itself, but you know, maybe you, you come to understand like, ah yeah, that's you know, you shouldn't have done that. That was that you was bad. You know you Okay, know, I'm sorry, go ahead. Then, I'm sorry, finish your thought. You just gave me a great thought. Okay, yeah, yeah. But so yeah, you say like you said the word. It's like you've come to realize over the years, like yeah, I was I was wrong then, and I I understand that, and it shouldn't be held against me like that now and tried to bring me down because then that invalidates all the work and learning I've I've done to try to get to the better the betterment of myself oh, that I am at. Totally now. undermines that growth. 
Um, oh, but the, the thought that I had had was that you had triggered was it's almost yeah they're, they're, the, the conflation of someone who is like right now actively like promoting like detrimental ideas to society to someone who said something similar or in the same vein negligently negligently or ignorantly in the past it's almost as if and let, let's say it's someone who has like a, some sort of heading, some sort of power. It's almost as if they're accused of, well, this is what you've thought all along. And anyone, people have been, people who have been following you, this is what they really think too. You know, it's like this accusation of, oh, the, you, you said this once and this is what you stand for. And you've really secretly stood for this all along. You've just gotten good at hiding that seems to be like the initial accusation it's not like oh you know it was just a young dumb person you know doing what young dumb people do you know say stupid things it's like uh, an accusation of much more malicious intent like everyone's a mastermind everyone's like a closeted secret racist and closet closeted secret bigot in some sort of fashion and they have to delete their tweets in the past just just to hide it not not because they're embarrassed or because they they think differently now no just because they they've gotten better at hiding it you see yeah they're they moved on from from regular chess to 3D chess now with their racism. Yeah, they're trying to be one <laughs> step ahead be, and be racist in the future. It's like, what? <laughs> and the the problem is is that uh, it's difficult to kind of like course correct course correct that behavior um, because like 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 um, stopping the access of people's previous publications is like an impossible task. Yeah. Like you could take a tweet down, but like screen, there's screenshots. Like it's over. Like it's not coming back in the box. And there's the wayback machine. Yeah. And so like it's more of a challenge on our behavior with like it's like like a personal behavior challenge, and that's those are really hard, like difficult to course correct. Oh yeah. Like at a population scale. Oh yeah, no people are are doing that on their own. It's a it's 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 a cognitive dissonance is what it is. Some people. When they see something, they take this route of thinking as opposed to another route of thinking immediately. And they prefer that route of thinking over the other one. That's why you have, like, you know, what's going on right now in the world. You know, there's some people who are, like, rationaling everything as a, you know, as either a conspiracy or everything is just fine or the exact opposite. Everything is fucking horrible, you know. Or you're taking the rationale of... Um, prepare for the worst, you know, and hope for the best. You know, those are two different routes of thinking, you know. You can either prepare for the worst and hope for the best, or you can ration whatever uh, pre-designated conclusion you have and ration towards that. Yeah, it wouldn't, and kind of playing off your, because you gave, gave like, the the two, two kind of extreme sides. I think what a lot of if I could speak if I could speak to the sides in a personified way directly, I would I would say something along the lines of you know what you need to understand is human society and history and everything has always sprung back, regardless of how bad it's always seemed. We've always come back together as people. We've rebuilt cities. We've advanced society and we've advanced technology. Always, that will happen because it always has, unless we as people completely destroy ourselves so there's no real there's it's not necessarily to be it's not necessarily appropriate to be on one side of either everything's falling apart or the illuminati are real and they're secret organizations and everything everyone's being super secret masterminds plotting against everyone else with everyone else it, it's more of we it's we're all clueless but we all people spring back society springs back we always come back I'm not going to pretend like I could even know what preparing for the worst actually is. Um, and in doing so, like pretending that I would know the best way it would just be like a silly way to like use my time. And I'm just going to like, I'm just going to let it play out. I'm just 
not 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 believe everything's all right, but uh, not exact, but not declaring I know where the line is being drawn on manipulation. Yeah, no, I'm not trying to say like be you know just job ah, be complete. Fuck it, just go through it and everything will be fine. Like that, you know, do pay attention to history and what's going on before these signs. And I will agree that things are not great right now. However, I'm not like you know, not going to be one of those. Ah, oh, society's falling apart. No, it it always comes back. It always does. It's terrible, but it's the best it's ever been. But just to, to kind of bring it back to what, I'm, what we were originally initially talking about, the cognitive dissonance that exists in social media is either to, like, either to assume that this person is becoming more and more, um, what's the word, um, conniving you know, and hiding what their, their true intentions are and their arterial motives versus true, genuine growth. And you're saying, you're describing the receptor or the, the person doing the ex- exposing of old ideas to somebody, from someone? I'm, I'm, I'm talking about uh, the, po- the, the person reading uh, comments and old tweets. That's, that's the perspective. Okay. You, can either take, you can either take two routes of thinking Okay, I don't. I'm not sure if you're using cognitive dissonance right, though. What do you mean? So my my def, my idea of cognitive dissonance is that like you know you should do one thing, but you actually do another, and you there's like uh, a tension in your brain caused by that, and that's cognitive dissonance. That's how I interpret it. But it sounds like you're thinking of just like contain holding a bias, like having a bias of like of a certain pathway of thinking over and over. No, I was just thinking of like divergent ways of thinking. On some, on like initial, like some stimuli, you know, you can either go one or two different ways. So, okay. I, so I, I just Google food it. I, I pulled a Jamie. Hit his Jamie. Um, and so cognitive dissonance, it's it's almost a mix between the two of you. Um, the state of having inconsistent thoughts, beliefs, or attitudes, especially as relating to behavioral decisions and attitude change. So, not necessarily having, um, like like you were saying, of it with the stuff and then you immediately diverge to one of two like extreme sides it's more of you're constantly like i think we should have i think abortions should be illegal and weed should be illegal and uh we should decrim or we should criminalize the people who have had drug charges in the past they should stay in prison and you know having that sort of belief system that like doesn't add up actually something having contradictive like uh having internal contradictions Yes, yes. It's like you, when you hear someone talk and they say something, they say two different things that they believe in, but those two things contrast each other. You're like, wait, how can you be oh, for both okay. of those things then? Yeah. How can you be for uh, you know freedom of everybody and you want the borders of America closed? Okay. You don't want anyone else in. Divergent thinking, Obed, I think was exactly what you're. I think that's a really good phrase for what you're describing. Divergent thinking. Yeah. Like it's like a hard turn, like. After, like when a certain stimuli happens, you you take a hard turn in a, in one way of thinking, and there's other turns to make. But, sorry, got tripped up there. Uh, it, it's not like I'm like trying to like define a term or anything. I'm just choosing. <laughs> I'm grasping. It was just it was just confusing me. It was it was getting me lost in what yeah, you were trying no, to say. Yeah, no, I'm just using words that I know to kind of grasp at this idea that I'm trying to convey. You know. But yeah, like I think you can either go two ways. Is is basically the generalization that I'm trying to make. Um, but I also think there's a an effect on people, like when when people start to genuinely believe that this is how people think. Yeah, but I I, I would argue against a dilemma anytime, well, almost any time though. And what you've presented is a dilemma. Only having two options. Huh. Oh, I mean, I'm not saying it, it's only those two things. I'm just saying that, like, those are the two generalized things that I see. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, of course, people can interpret things in an infinite amount of ways. Like, <laughs> I think it's because they lack the context a lot of the times. And so um, we have an expectation to receive information quickly because of, like, how the Internet slapped us in the face. And uh, our current attention span is, like, pretty poor, so we we gather information and we, like, kind of wrap it up, put a conclusion on it, like, very quickly, and we lack the context. And so when they lack the context, they that's what causes them to make that turn because they don't have the full collection of 
of what that person is to like uh, to start to give them the benefit of the doubt. Mm, yeah, and it, it's up to the the person who's reading anything to to do the due diligence to figure out anything if they want to pass judgment on someone but the thing is people don't do that they read an article about how one person read this and then they just take it as truth as gospel and and then they you know lynch them on the internet the comparison my philosophy professor actually made which is it was great essentially this has happened before we've been here in human history before um, with a lot of information going around, a lot of people putting out a lot of information, regardless if it's true or fake, false, um, and people believing just everything. Um, this was uh, called the Enlightenment, or the period just after the Enlightenment, when there was so much information, so much new works of art, just so much stuff was flooding the world that people just started believing everything, or some people started believing nothing. Exactly. And, uh, That's where I am. And, yeah, and so that's where we are again as humans here in human history with the internet. The internet has, has essentially, the floodgates are open. Fucking, it's easier than ever to put anything on there, and it's easier than ever to listen and find anything to find your community on the internet. We need to get better as people in learning what is good information and what is the crazy person on the corner of yeah. the internet. But that takes time. Yeah. I don't know. I think humanity, we've been generally agreeable. But I think we've seen an influx of people who are hyper agreeable, um, and I think I think what's important in development as a per- person is discernment um, and being able to discriminate from good ideas to bad ideas. And if you're too agreeable, it makes it difficult to weed out uh, and weed out, excuse me, uh, poor ideas and bad ideas because you're more willing to consider shitty thoughts does that make sense yeah yeah i think it's just you're more or at least from what i'm uh, getting from that is you're more willing to accept the ideas and beliefs that you may have already had or even if it's shitty ones yeah so like someone who's extremely conscientious and someone who's extremely like agreeable is more likely to to adopt uh, poor ideas or to be indoctrinated, um, just because they're they're. I argue against this. Huh? I want to argue against this. I mean, that's what fine. About, what about people who join like uh, you know, I'm going to go with just white supremacy groups for black because they don't have a social group that they attach to. Well, I mean, that's the same I, thing. I wouldn't they're, say those people are very agreeing. If anything, they're very closed off. They're just very agreeing to that one subsect that's also very closed off. Oh, oh, yeah. It's it's it the it's agreeable to the point of success and like like they've already succeeded. They've they've already found their in groups. And part of the conditions of that is to discriminate against others. You know, they're so agreeable to the point that they're agreeing to to be shitty to other people. Does that, does that make sense? Uh, no, because because it, it just it almost sounds like you're saying they're so one way, like they're so accepting of people that they're actually shitty to. They've come back all the way around, but I don't think I don't think I would say those. Oh people, no, no, it's nothing to do with accepting of people. It's accepting of ideas. I don't. That's the thing. I don't think people who join closed off groups like that are accepting of ideas. That's the problem. That's why they join that group is because that group actively rejects all other ideas and they keep them in their small little subset bubble. No, it's not it's, that they're agreeing to ideas. They just happen to agree they just happen to have one single idea that this group latches onto. So like if you were to draw a timeline of a, of a person who joins a cult, right? So I would say they are very agreeable from the very beginning, right? And in hopes to uh to gain some sort of in into some sort of social group, you know, to be in some sort of in group, right? So in in an effort to do that, because they're so agreeable, they are willing to to overlook these reprehensible, more 
morals and ideas in order to gain favor the, of, of a person. That's what the agreeability is about. It's like, you know what, here, I'll adopt this idea, this this format of, I, of being to, to be accepted in the group. And part of that is maintaining this new adopted structure. And so, like, but that's that's why... People already had that. They didn't have to adopt any of those ideas. They already had those ideas in the group. Just said, hey, we're a group that has those ideas too. Come on in. We got jackets. No, I mean, I mean, no, no, no. Racism is a, is a learned behavior. It's not something people are born with. Right, right. No, but what I'm, I'm not just saying racism either. And, and some people can come to racist ideas just in their own natural lives. Like, just based on where they grow up it's yeah you have a bad you have a problem with this racial group because it's a group of bullies actually and they're just friends and they pick on you because you're you know different skin color then you a group the dude walks up and says hey we're a group that also hates those people too well i mean that's that's still a learned behavior that's just the circumstances that you just made okay i, I think you guys are describing like like um average agreeableness and I think that um, I would I would like kind of define agreeableness to something like um, caving under social pressures. And I think different people. Uh, I think there's it's not just a yes or no. Is someone agreeable? I think it's uh, in which ways are they more agreeable? I think there's a spectrum on the several different axes um, on different like variables that cause someone to like cave to to social pressures. Um, and then pulling us a little into. Um, I, I would also like con- I like to consider agreeableness is also like the um, ability to step into uh, someone else's reality tunnel uh, and kind of see the world through the I, like the ideas concreted like into someone else. Um, if you fi- if you get stuck there, that's not a good thing, and you could find yourself into some pretty shitty reality tunnels. But I think ultimately the truth of everything is subjective being agreeable allows you to like see from see into other people's tunnels a little the truth is objective the truth is the truth just kind of you know okay in a, in a defined sense <laughs> i agree with i would agree with you but i would also say that it's unknowable like the, the absolute truth is unknown individuals tr- individual truth is uh is subjective for sure yeah like my reality could be different from your reality but my reality is truth to me Yes, but it's your your the truth. Whatever is truth to you is not absolute truth. Ooh, are we diving in this hole? This is a hole. <laughs> I, I, I think I think to define truth, truth is is just what is to me. As I define it, truth is what is. What is? Yeah, and I would say we don't have the ability to 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 absorb what is in its entirety. I, I think that discounts science. I mean, science is our attempt to seem to get a larger slice of the pie but like it's a it's a it's almost an infinite um pie to, to grab and so like there's a lot of things going around us that like uh, an event if an event happens like the circumstances of the event in like the fuller context could include a lot of things that we're not considering so but before um, we go too far on truth can you explain to me real quickly how you were relating truth to uh, what exactly were we were just talking about hold on uh it was it was it was kind of a side so it's it was it's a hard turn so we were talking about um agreeableness and i i had a comment that said that um you're able to like witness other people's personal i think truth mm-hmm. i think i just kind of slipped the word in there and then victor and i have jumped in we <laughs> jumped like, in <laughs> go on for hours <laughs> oh yeah yeah so that was that was the thing that like the 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 willingness to take the the shoes of the, the other perspective you know is what yeah. makes someone more and more agreeable and then yeah yeah that's like what I was saying. yeah yeah exactly and so I, I think I think I mean if if I were to guess Victor would alter your your statement to use the word perspective instead of truth you know basically yeah I think that yeah I use that word truth kind of ironically in my like other perception that truth doesn't is like unattainable so yeah uh, perspective is the better word for the, for the but audience. but um relating back to agreeability and 
the adoption of poor, reprehensible morals is, I think, what leads us into the understanding of, like, some of the most, like, atrocious things that have happened on the planet, like, understanding how an entire population was willing to commit genocide against another, you know? That, that, that sort of level, and it, it all comes to the adoption of shitty ideas and the inability to discern other better ideas, you know? And then perhaps coupled with an environment that uh, punishes those who do, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, if you have shitty ideas, you do need to reinforce that other ideas are bad. If you're a group that's trying to enforce the shitty ideas by communism. Oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. If you're the one who's peddling the bad ideas, you can't, you can't allow for critical thinking. <laughs> you can't allow for debate. You know, it's, there's no place in it if you're just wanting to peddle bad ideas. The, the problem is that everyone has their own compass on what a, what is a good idea and what is a bad idea. Exactly. And so what I'm saying is that my claim is the more agreeable you are, and if you're perhaps hyper-agreeable, the more likely it is for you to adopt some extremely morally reprehensible ideas and to do some horrible things so to maintain one's status in the in-group. Hmm. Um, do you think it's... Do you think obtaining the status is the motivator? Just like being in the in-group surviving, you know, is, is, yeah. the, is the ultimate motivator that the primal motivator that is present, I would say. Yeah, people, yeah, people want to be accepted. You want to be a part of a group, part of a thing. Yeah. Yeah, no matter what that is, is, yeah. is, is the shitty thing. And because I think sanity is this very, very subjective thing that it, sanity is whatever the people at the time determined it to be. And because of that, hyper-agreeability agree, can take, uh, especially uh, an isolated population or extremely pressured population, can take that and decide on their own accord what this new bubble of sanity is. What's sanity? Exactly. It's, it's I would say it's the conscious, un, the unconscious uh, consensus. The unconscious consensus. Yeah. I like that. Of what? Of, of what is acceptable, you know, and what we deem to be okay. But that's very much culture related. That's that's very related to the, the, the surrounding community. I feel like that's just an aspect though, because you could have a sand person, you could have a person who's sane who's just lived up in the mountains, away from people. Who determines if someone's sane? Is it the person? Is it the person themselves, or is it the people around? Them? I would I would call sanity the ability to function and live within your world. It's just like being sane would be the ability to function and and live within your world. As in, you can feed yourself, you can get money if you need it, you can get water if you need it, you can get shelter if you need it. Um, you can take care of your you know uh, bathroom needs yeah. when you need it. Okay, but now, but now something you were fine until the other day and some some crazy rabbit dog bit your leg and you had to get it amputated right and you can no longer do any of those things what you're saying right well yeah but you're still that, that would be implying that people <laughs> are amputated have no ability to take care of themselves maybe not they do they can function in the in their world when you when you guys think of someone who's lost their sanity what what, what comes to mind one is basically for me it's losing one of those faculties you either lose the ability to take care of yourself um you know you, you you're smeared poop on the walls you're um eating the poop or you're, you haven't eaten in three days um not due to like work stress or other you know mental deficiencies but because you believe you've eaten um or you're wandering the street naked um, things like that so like a, a some sort of for me it'd be some sort of uh break in one of those abilities to function and live in 
society or in your world, in your world, wherever the hell you live. So, Victor, going back to your your question about uh, some people being up in the mountains, yeah, um, there are you know secluded, isolated populations, but they they're populations of people. You know, they they help each other maintain sanity. You see. I, well, that sounds now that, that now it sounds like they help maintain each other, uh, or they help each other maintain a society, not just sanity. Well, well, I feel like that's implying sanity exists outside of a person. Exactly, that's what I'm trying to say. I think sanity exists outside of a person. I think that that task, main, the the task of maintaining sanity, is too complex of a task for one individual to do on their own. <clears throat> and it is a requirement to have other people. Like, that's why people who are in, like, isolation and, like, uh, solitary confinement, like, they literally go crazy. Yeah, because, because like, also don't have access to other stimuli that they might like, such as books, uh, nature, rocks, other things like that. Maybe they like to wood carve. They don't have access to that in solitary, so that could be a reason why they go crazy. Not just they don't have access to people. But yeah, I'm not saying that every person that goes and lives up in the cabin of the woods gets cabin fever. I'm just saying that cabin fever is a thing that is a phenomenon that exists. That's fair. I, I, just, I would argue that sanity is within the individual. Yes, correct. But like, it in order for it to be a thing that exists, it, it, it takes years and years of construction. To, to, to be developed and to be sound enough for an individual to go out into the woods and live by themselves, you know? You have to be a person of character to be able to go out and do that, and it takes experience in being out with people to, to do that, you know? It, it takes... It's not something that someone can do 100% alone by themselves, you yeah, know? Yeah, nobody can... Nobody can build a society. Nobody can... I couldn't... I think... Or to, to metaphor hard or to make an analogy, uh, if you were to drop me in just, I get to live for, you know, 300 years and you drop me in the in a forest or on a random planet and I have to make a computer, I couldn't do it in 300 years. I would need people. I couldn't, I couldn't taste every single thing there and find out, even if I didn't die of things that were poisonous, uh, I couldn't find everything and eat it and find out what is poisonous, what's not poisonous, what needs to be prepared in a certain way to make it not poisonous, or if you prepare this in a certain way, it will kill you. I couldn't do that in 300 years. I need people to do that. Yeah. Yeah, but I would say 10 years of complete isolation is enough. What does that prevent you from doing? Like, um, you said that, you think that's enough to make you Yeah, insane? I think it prevents, it prevents. And so what are they uh, not able to do that they would be able to do in, in society? Because maybe that'll get us our definition. Differentiate uh, sound ideas from not sound ideas. Oh, so it's just the ability. So you're, you're describing sanity as the ability, the ability to construct logic. Correct. Like the, the ability to imagine if like we would never ever talk to each other. Imagine like if we were to maintain the mentality of a of a thirteen year old and no one ever told you any better, and you just continued thinking that way, and if you just stewed in that mentality for 10 years you would be a really 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 warped version of that you know because you have no one to to tell you no that's that's actually wrong you know and maybe you should abandon that thought you know that's that's how like that's this is sort of how like conspiracy theories sort of kind of go up because people like you know speak un unedited and un uh What's the word I'm looking for? Unchallenge, you know, for long amounts of time, and they just continue down long, long, like trains of thought, and they just never are challenged, you know? And because of that, they come to these crazy conclusions, and they keep those conclusions to come to more new conclusions, and that just keeps going and going and going until you believe there are little people living in your brain. Or some, something odd, you know? There could be little people living in your brain. What do you mean? But, but I, wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't call that insane, because there's, there's civilizations that have, yeah. you know, been, that have lived 
in their little tiny isolated groups uh, with no contact to people who have to to me i would look at them and go wow that the way you do society seems all back asswards uh and you know some people might even call other people like that savages in different culture um, but they've but they've been living they've been that's that's how they they're able to function in their world even if their world makes no sense i wouldn't call those people insane though. like that's not that doesn't i don't feel like that fits my definition of insanity like they they have each other to 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 balance off or to bounce off and challenge insanity is is cultures related as you're saying like like if someone is it's the inability to to operate within your culture is that what you're saying i think the more people who are involved in the maintenance of each other's sanity the better um and i think i mean i think that i don't know i don't really know if there's like a like an end cap to that yeah or you said it came outside the body but see that makes me think that like the uh, the it's the discon if if someone has a disconnect with the like interacting with somebody else that that person is considered insane and that's because that the, the receiver of the interaction doesn't understand the, any of the signals being provided well it's 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 the the disconnect and the isolation of one individual from from any population like if you take a population and separate it from a larger population i i don't doubt that they'll i mean there'll be cultural differences but i don't think they're going to be insane i wouldn't so define it as that let's let's try to think about it this way let's try to think about it this way and this will this this look i think tries to bring it all in a uh, makes a culture independent right so i would say it's the it's the um the lack of the ability to use previous information gathered by your brain uh, when making considerations with new information coming in. And so that that creates a disconnect on, on it like takes away your understanding of societal, just the norms of society, right? Because those are no those aren't like bound in you. So I would say that that condition. I agree that that's true, but I think it's due to isolation and a reformation of of the conscience. Not always, but I think that definitely can trigger it. So I have ways of thinking, right? And I I talk to you guys and I, I share my thoughts with you. And uh, based on you know the way you guys respond to me and whatnot, I alter different aspects and that that model changes and 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 when i'm away from you guys i make alterations to that model all on my own as well and because i um i'm not arrogant i i share those thoughts with you guys because i i trust that through your observation it'll make my new alteration to my model of thinking more clearer or, or better you see but if let's say I I'm off on my own and I make an alteration to my model of thinking and then I don't have anyone to bounce that off and I just decide to just you know go forward you know and just march on my own and uh, under the presumption that the new alteration to my model of thinking is sound and then I do that again and then I do that again, and then again, and then the bridge that I, I started was good in the beginning, but as it goes further and further out, you know, the planks are, you know, <laughs> of less and less quality and fewer and farther in between is, is the picture I'm trying to draw. Is be- Fair. Is, is that, does that make sense? That's Yeah, um, but that, again, I would argue against if you were still able, going back to my how I define sanity, function in your world even if, if you should, let's say you've gone you know down a twisted convoluted thought path uh, you know over years and years and years going with your bridge you know you're building different bridges of lesser and less quality but if you're still able to function in your world mm-hmm. um, you know you're still able to get food water shelter i would still classify that as sane even if i think the thoughts that you were thinking are probably insane you're still able to function in your world you're still sane you're just crazy. You just have a fucking crazy. Oh, exactly. That's that's why I called it consen- a co- some sort of consensus, is what I 
defined earlier because like like okay here's a here's a shitty example but have you guys seen the movie predators no okay it's the it's the predators like with like uh where they all get dropped on the island and they're all being hunted by multiple predators you know what i'm talking about victor Um, yeah yeah i can imagine and then they find they find Lawrence Fishburne, who has been stuck on that island, uh, on that planet, excuse me, for, you know, however long he is. And he's, like, gone insane. And he's, like, talking to, like, himself and stuff. But he's completely functional. Like, he's still, like, not being killed by the predators on the, on the you know, on the, on the game planet. You know, he's surviving. But, like, that... That dude is insane. But see, I wouldn't call—I wouldn't necessarily call him insane. He's still able to function and live. His mental state might have deteriorated to a degree that, uh, from our sanity point, it seems insane. But he's still living and functional. I wouldn't call that—I would still classify that as sanity, just on the very low end of it. That's like the hallmark of a crazy person, though, Victor. Like, crazy people don't know they're crazy. Right? Because they, they're, they're, they're long. Well, are we talking crazy people or are we talking insane people? Because you're right, crazy people don't know they're crazy, but insane people don't function in, in a society at all. Oh, uh, I, I'm under the, I'm, I'm under the impression that those words are kind of like interchangeable. You see, for me, they're, they're separate definitions. They are, you have crazy people, crazy people being an umbrella term for a, for a, broad variety of uh, mental disorders whereas insane is i would classify as a disconnect with reality somehow okay okay so you wait insane is disconnect from reality yeah some sort of again the the disconnect being that you're no longer able to function in your world okay see so the declaration of if someone is insane can't be claimed until outcomes have been witnessed essentially okay so Otherwise, anyone could anyone can be insane for. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, something has to happen first. Let me throw some things at your definition. Um, and so, like, I want to bring us back to the idea that, um, what if I was dropped in that in the Predator Island, right? I'm coming from a very cultured environment. I have very few skills in just being dropped on an island and, and surviving. Um, at what point do I become insane if um, if the outcome is I die because I can't survive in my new world? See, and I would say if you willingly chose to go there, then you're no, insane. no, I didn't. I was or brought. That's, there. that's a yeah. So then, then you're not insane for going there. It's but once I'm point, there, whenever you stop, if if you weren't sorry, if you were being hunted, you know, if your life didn't end prematurely and you lost the ability to try to take care of yourself not saying you know if, if you went out hunting and you tried getting food and after three four days you couldn't find any food couldn't get any food you died of starvation you didn't go insane but if you after two days you just lost the will and completely stopped looking for food altogether then you've got insane or an aspect of insanity has entered into you or you you've become whatever so just it's the 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 motivation to survive is is, is important yeah yeah because survival is that like basic it's not even human it's you know animal instinct of find food find shelter i I don't know if like survivability like how competent you are has any it's not really the conversation that i guess i want to have like yes there is a uh okay so there are potentially multiple ways of having mode like models of thinking that lead to successful survival right all right and if you happen to not be in the same mode of model of that happens to be of functional survival that i'm in i guess i would call that person insane right and I would call that a very, that's a more personal uh, look at it or aspect of it. Like, that's, that's within you, that's within you, not necessarily within. What I'm trying to say is that there's something that is altered and, I don't know, lost, one of those two words, when a person is put into isolation. I guess that's what kind of isolation, because if you're in an isolation where you can't do anything, I, I 
kind of see it where you'd go and say that's that almost makes sense. But if you're on a desert island, a deserted island, all by yourself, insanity can happen, but isn't it's not guaranteed. Is insane a noun? Is it a verb? Is it an adjective? Insanity is a it's um, a noun, I would imagine. Yeah. Or okay, fair, here's an example. Was fucking uh, what's his face in Castaway? Was he insane? I would say no. He he desperately wanted. He was desperately lonely, um, and so that twisted his mental thinking well, into Wilson. But I wouldn't call him insane because he managed to survive, build a raft, and get the fuck off. Well, what I would say is that is a slippery slope down the loss of sanity, and that was yes, yes, he got so, very close. But like that's back to that metaphor. He was in the midst of building outwards of like in his new models of thinking for outwards you know and part of that was this conversation with the ball even though he wasn't what's the word I'm looking for like irreparably or unretrievably lost doesn't mean that his sanity wasn't compromised sure but I would still call him sane oh yeah so would I but like that's what I'm... He just, he just got right up to the edge of insanity and managed to come back. Or, you know, he was he was already out the ocean. I guess what I'm, what I'm arguing is that process existed still, even there. Like, it was taking place, even though he wasn't consumed by it, you know? But I, I would just call that... For me, I think I would call that an aspect of just... That's how he survived. For him, it was, it was a survival method technique. Oh, you mean... He, yeah. Now, if granted, if he had lost, if he had continued talking to Wilson to a point where you know Wilson was telling him, "Oh no, you've already eaten. You don't need to do. Or you don't need to leave the island." Stuff like then he's gone insane. Yeah, he got very, very close with treating Wilson as as a physical being, but he still managed to function and get off the island. So yeah, he got really, really close, and his psyche got damaged, um, and his thoughts got a little twisted. But I don't think he lost sanity. Yeah, neither do I. I don't really like thinking about it as like outcome orientated, um, but I would say that sanity. So I, I think that humans are semi. There's a ratio. There's like an average ratio of how logically sound our thoughts are and how logically sound they aren't. Um, humans are not a hundred percent logically sound, but I would say there's a ratio, norm ratio that exists there. And I would say someone who's insane is. I guess we, you could draw a line uh, where the ratio of, of logical thoughts and illogical thoughts um, goes too far to one end. And I think cultural cultural relative insanity would be, think of another ratio like that, but um, also consider the understanding, the context of, of the society around you. And that can make you look insane to cultures, but then I think there's a standalone how logically saying are you as well what do you think about that i think at that point we're just using the word insane because we don't have another word to describe what we're trying to say yeah so i, I think we've been dancing around a couple different definitions it's been all interesting to, to poke around at but or we're all crazy that could be the case too